This is the Cato Daily Podcast for Wednesday, March 18th, 2015. I'm Caleb Brown. At the core of many of our current economic woes, regulation. So says Robert Strom, Director of Entrepreneurship Research at the Kauffman Foundation. Strom spoke at the Cato Institute's conference on the future of U.S. economic growth. People ask me why I came to the Kauffman Foundation. I said I think it was a great sense of guilt. I probably started a thousand lectures with three words, assume a firm. And, and you can't assume a firm. Firms come from somewhere. And the interesting question is where they come from and how they come into being and how they grow. And not once they're around, what unique price quantity combination they set to maximize short-run profits. So, so, it's, um, so, so, so the notion of, uh, of firms is important. And one of the things I realized is you've got to talk to entrepreneurs. And, and in talking to entrepreneurs, regulation is, is one thing that's, you know, there are a lot of things at the fringes. But, but they feel like they're, um, I, I'll call them regulation takers instead of regulation setters. I mean, they, they feel that, they, uh, that, that others, the big companies, the big guys set the rules and regulation uh, to satisfy them. And that, and that prevents, uh, prevents small firms from starting and growing. Yeah, ta- taxes are an issue. All these other things are issues. But at the core, it's, at, at the core, it's regulations. I'm extraordinarily sympathetic to that. Um, but but in terms in terms of um, of education, we, we we've talked about it a lot uh, during the day and mentioned it in kind of bits bits and pieces. But I think a a, a major point I think I want to make is this idea of um, of uh, the, the 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 focus on on STEM education, on science, technology, uh, engineering, and mathematics. It's terrific. It's great. Uh, and we've 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 sort of I think viewed that as a way of of um, of, of, of combating uh, some evil. Uh, in, in, in the 50s, we moved to STEM education because you know, the Russians were the first ones to send Sputnik up in a, in a space, and we had to combat that, so we had to, we had to teach kids math and science. Uh, more recently, it's been uh, you know, the Asians are, are, are outperforming our kids in math and science, so we have to catch up with the Asians. Uh, as, as part of our conversation today, uh, you know, if in 10 years from now we want to ensure, ensure a growing economy, kids need to be technologically savvy. We need, to, we need to do science and math education. And we do. But what I'm afraid of is that it's going to come at the expense of what a couple of people have mentioned today is what we actually do pretty well in this country in education and the kinds of things that Ned Phelps was talking about in terms of in- encouraging kids to explore and create and find out things and have some intellectual curiosity. We want to be able to find a, a balance between those two. And, and, and my concern is that, uh, uh, that the opportunity cost may be too great if we move so far in one direction that we give up the other. Because one of the things that, uh, you know, Will Baumel early on talk, talked about incremental versus radical innovation. And I think science and technology education really gets us very good incremental innovation. But on the radical innovation side, I think it's more, it's more the liberal arts rather than the sciences. I've got this picture in mind. I don't know if you um, uh, have seen, uh, it, w- it was Steve Jobs' presentation, I think, I think to his Google employees, and I think it was on the introduction of the, of the iPad. And he was standing under a, 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 a sign that was the inter- intersection of technology and liberal arts street. So he was standing at that intersection. And that was his, and that was his talk to his employees is that, yeah, we're all about technology here at, here at, here at, here at Apple, but, but it's, it's, really, it's really that liberal arts. And he really interchanged liberal arts and humanities as, as, as part of his conversation. And I think it's through that, through that combination uh, that, that we're really going to be able to create an educational system 
that's conducive to the kinds of uh, radical innovations uh, that are going to be necessary to, to continue and to sustain economic growth. Yeah, it might, it might not be for 10 years if we work on changing the education system. But, uh, you know, we've, we've criticized uh, uh, short, short run, short termism kinds of things here. So I think we can, I think we can look at, at, at a longer, a much longer term, much longer framework. So how do we get this done? Well, I'll disclaim or disavow any, uh, any, any, any uh, uh, references to being a wonk. Kansas City, there's not much wonkery in Kansas City. Uh, uh, spent most of my life as an academic economist. Just spent a little time in the Federal Reserve System. Won't claim to be a wonk. Uh, but there are a couple of things I think that are important from a human capital perspective in education. And, and you, can, you can treat it very, very broadly. But I'm going to focus narrowly for the time being on teachers. Uh, because obviously they're the ones who deliver education to the kids. And there are a number of things working against us in the current education system and the way it's developed and the way it's evolved, and it's tough to change it. Um, John Haltewanger in his uh, presentation mentioned a, a couple of things, a couple of new papers he's working on. Um, uh, one on, on the impact of uh, more uh, of, of the, 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 the state legislation at at-will kinds of employment issues, and the other is, uh, is licensure. And if you think about elementary and secondary education. I'll stay out of those issues in higher education for the time being. Uh, but if you think about those issues in elementary education, um, uh, the licensing issues create barriers to entry into education that um, uh, certainly don't serve kids well. And, and a lot of uh, research has shown that the kids that serve least well are the kids who need the education most. And the, um, uh, the uh, notion of, of, of at will uh, translated into teacher tenure is, uh, is, is another big issue. And, and Brad, who, who also, Brad and I were also colleagues at Kaufman for a year. Uh, his, his, his discussion of tenure, I think, is, uh, is, is right on. And, and, and how, do we, how do we allow more people into uh, the education system as qualified teachers and provide them with career paths uh, through which they can succeed and, 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 and their productivity uh, is, is rewarded. It starts with teacher preparation. It starts with teach colleges of teacher education. Um, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm sensitive to colleges of teacher education, but I think they could, could do a lot more to focus on, on content, area, content area preparation and, and, and the methods preparation being almost an apprenticeship kind of, kind of program. So I'd, I'd, I'd want to change that. The returns to an edu education degree are pitifully low. Uh, if, if you look at census data and the, and the, and the person who decides to major in, in elementary or secondary education, the returns to that education are a whole lot lower than other education. And, and, and we're, we're not allowing a lot of other people who may have a lot to bring to the education system to come, in, to come and go in the education system and, and, and teach kids because of a lot of the licensing requirements. So teacher preparation, licensing, career paths, are, are three things that I think need, uh, need changing in the education system. How to get those done, uh, that's, a, uh, that's a big nut to crack. I, I have the, the pleasure of, of chairing a, a charter school. The Kauffman Foundation started a charter school in Kansas City. We're in our, our fourth year now. And the, the school has, consistent with Mr. Kaufman's uh, uh, aims for his foundation, identified the, the six or seven lowest income zip codes as the catchment area for the, uh, for the kids coming to, to that charter school. And um, uh, charter schools are, are, are 
are good. I think the kids in that school are, are learning. I think they're doing a lot better than they would have otherwise. Uh, their parents are, are, are knocking the doors down to get their kids into the school. Uh, is, is that a solution to, uh, to our education problems? Not on a large scale. But I think on, on, on a small scale, I think it can be. I think we get really bright young people who are interested in coming into education, spending a few years then moving on, requires a lot of churning in education. But it's, a, um, uh, it's, it, it, it's one, one possibility, but it's, it, it's a small part of the puzzle. Robert Strom is Director of Entrepreneurship Research at the Kauffman Foundation. You can watch the full event on the future of economic growth at our website, cato.org.